Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome everybody to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Happy hour, clinky, clink, clink, clink. Cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. Um, today I am drinking a giant margarita. This is Lauren's favorite mixed drink because it's fun and salty and it has a little zing. So I'm gonna take a drink real quick. Oh man, that looks good. Yeah. Oh my god, that was that's that was really good. Yeah, I was I mean, I feel like listeners, I'm not an alcoholic. I promise. I'm just like, well, you know, I'm stuck inside and I'm just gonna have some drinks. We'll have some shows that are about snacks. So don't worry, we'll t- we'll talk about other things. But um, I love margaritas, and I found uh, Zing Zang makes like like cans of margarita mix. I'm like, I can get behind this because it's like I won't. It it'll last. Like because if you open a bottle of mix, it's I. And plus, I'm just not being that extra, and I'm not gonna like squeeze the lime and do the thing. And I'm like, whatever. I just need mix, y'all. Mix and tequila. Although I got really nervous because it was about ten minutes before we were supposed to start. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I have tequila. I was like, what kind of Latina am I? Where is my tequila? I'm like, good God. I was all upset because I was like, I know there's a like thing of it around. And my husband's like, what are you doing? He's like, you look a little sad right now digging through the liquor cabinet. I'm like, don't bother me right now. I've got to find it. Um, so I found it, listeners, hooray. But um, big relief. Yeah, yeah big relief. <sighs> but but you guys, um, I am joined by Miss Emily May and Kristen Bayusik. Uh, they are from the New Haven, Connecticut Bells and Chimes. Yay! Yay! Cheers! Cheers! Cheers again! Cheers! 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 <laughs> Everybody takes a sip. Yeah, I know. I was like, and uh, we take a sip. But I am so excited. Uh, Emily and I have been like internet besties for a while, um, you know, kind of stalking each other on Facebook. It's been super fun. And I met my new friend, Kristen, and we already found out that we have something in common. We were both in radio. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, that's super fun. I don't, I don't run across people who work in radio that often. So I get all excited. I'm like, oh. I know. It's like the best job I ever had, honestly. It was like, wow, you paid me to do this. Oh, yeah, it was, it it was literally the most fun I ever had. There were t- parts about it that were, were stressful because yeah. I worked, I worked a morning show. I was an assistant producer for a morning show. I did like on-air stuff. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was one of those, like, I can't believe they pay me to have fun and play music and go to concerts. It's like my, yeah. my, par- my parents were like, are you going to get a real job? I was like, this is a real job. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> um, but no, I, I absolutely love it. So I'm, I'm excited to get to know you guys. Um, listeners, we're, we're bringing it back again. It's going to be pinball happy hour with the bells. Um, we're going to have other ladies on here. I'm recording shows every day this week. I was like, we recorded one yesterday, which is Sunday, this is Monday. We're going to be recording through Friday. So you're going to get to meet a whole lot of ladies this week. And I'm so excited about it. So for folks who don't know you, we'll start with you, Kristen. Tell us your pinball origin story, where you uh, started and where you're at today. So I kind of started, um, we started going to the Sanctum in Meriden, which I now live down the street from. I promise that wasn't why I bought the house where I did, but it really helps. Um, <laughs> So we, my, uh, my boyfriend and I started going there, just, just checking out on Monday nights. And we were always there for a league, but never actually did the league. And every, every week they asked us, are you, are you going to do this? And then, I don't know, 
I don't know, it probably took six months and now, now we're in, now we're doing tournaments all the time and I'm driving around to places and trying to do ladies tournaments and I'm having a ball and I love it. And I've met so many awesome people doing this. So it's, it's been great. It's only been like two years, maybe. So fairly new, but, um, very. I feel like you've been in the scene forever, Christian. I know. So that, see, that's what happens. Like I've already, like, I'm looking where my husband and I are trying to find, buy a house, like in the summer, late summer. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be too far from the arcade. So like, we need to be something in the North central area, you know, and if he's just like, you want to pick a house because it's close to what's brewing. I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that far away from the pinball. Um, now my husband's making faces of me out of me. He's outside of our window. I'm like, what are you doing outside? But uh, yeah, I married him. Yes, I chose him. He's fantastic. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm like, I got to find a house next to the arcade. And it's, it's like he just he's just baffled by it. And also, I'm like, I need to buy a house that has room for the pinball machines. I only have exactly. two. But you like you have to plan that in your like home purchase. It's when I told oh, yeah, it's, realtor, on, it's on the priority yeah. list for like, sure. The realtor was like, what? I'm like, yes, I need a space like it doesn't need to be a full blown game room, but it needs to be on the first floor and it needs to be like a den or somewhere I can put my pinball machines. And that's plural. So- right. it, is, it is a no go if you can't get down the stairs with your pinball machines, ideally a walk in basement. <laughs> Yeah, that is ideally. So in Texas, we don't we don't have basements. You see right. some split levels. No, but I mean, like in my mind, like my dream, like would be like a little basement, like a little pinball basement. But we don't have those, so it, it ends up being a lot of like Florida rooms and sun rooms that we have here. It's like, and, we, and I looked at a house yesterday, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if the pins will go there. It's too bright. I was like, I'm gonna have to put up curtains. I was like, I don't know if this will work for me. So, but anyway, I'm sorry that was a big tangent. I was just totally charmed by the fact that you like did not air quotes listeners did not pick your house because it was next to the sink <laughs> not at all <laughs> and but it's totally i mean like the the garage walks out into it's a it's a split level so the garage goes into a room that i would eventually like to take the wall down and and make a giant pinball room but so far so far it's 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 got it's got enough it's got enough room for you know for what i can afford in the next five years probably so no, completely understand. And Emily, for folks who don't know you, uh, can you share your pinball origin story as well? Sure. So I started playing pinball about four years ago in Vermont when we were living there, my husband and I. And I showed up for my first day ever playing pinball to week five of New England Pinball League um, and loved it. I think I lost, I don't know if I lost every game to every player that I played that night, but pretty much, but I still had fun. And then we started playing um, free net, free Tuesday nights at Tilt Arcade, which no longer exists up in Burlington. Um, and then also Wednesdays, Fridays, we started just playing all the time. And then we moved to Connecticut and the Sanctum was here. We live about 15 minutes from the Sanctum and started playing the leagues there, of course. Um, and now we're playing New Haven too. So all the pinball all the time. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. So, um, and maybe we, Emily, since you've been in the scene a little longer, how did the New Haven Bells come about? Uh, so the New Haven Bells are actually pretty recent. We started, um, Chris and I started the New Haven Bells last year. Um, so Yay. we didn't have any women's scene in Connecticut. I, I used to drive an hour 10 each way 
to go to uh, Flipside Pinball Bar in Rhode Island to play their uh, Double Danger Dames on, I think it was on Thursday nights. And that ended up just being too much travel. Um, I, I do love pinball, but I don't know that I could justify like a two and a half hour round trip every Thursday for Women's League. So I wanted something closer to home. Um, so we started last August. I guess I, I guess I have been playing longer than I realize, but uh, yeah. So it's been, I, I think it's grown really well. Um, our last tournament, the Galentine's Day, what we had 28 people. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, we've done a lot of holiday-themed pinball tournaments. Our first one was the Pizza City Women's Pinball Open, which was themed on the New Haven pizza. And then we did Ghoul's Night Out for Halloween, and we did a holiday sweater party, and then Galentine's Tournament. So I'm excited to do some more later this year once things open back up. Oh, that's so fun. So is your format, is it like a tournament base where you guys meet and just have like a full-blown tournament, like as opposed to like a traditional league or do you do, do both? Well, we're, we have only basically done tournaments to this, uh, to this point. Um, we've done a couple different formats for tournaments. Uh, we try to flip frenzy. We've done some knockout tournaments. Uh, but up to this point, it's really only been tournaments. But we're looking at doing a league. Um, we're definitely going to talk about that, see how much interest we have for a weekly league going forward. Um, right now we've also been running co-ed knockouts and, um, doing New England pinball league, New Haven pinball league at the same location. So trying to juggle all of that timing alongside the sanctums crack league, which is the Connecticut Rhode Island area pinball league. Oh my God. I love that. I love that name so much. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So I hear so much about the Sanctum because obviously the 24-hour event at the Sanctum is a, a huge event. Um, but wh- how would you describe the scene there in the New England kind of Connecticut area? I mean, do you, you feel that it's a real like kind of like big scene or is it a smaller scene? or Because it just seems like all the New England teams are kind of interconnected in a way, hence the New England Pinball League. But, but how would you describe your, your scene overall? Small but mighty. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of the same people at stuff, which I think is really cool. And I think the people that are involved um, feel very strongly and they're very passionate about it, whether they've been playing their first tournament or they've been playing for a million years. And I think that's, I think that's really great. And it feels very welcoming too. I mean, when we just came in, we didn't, I don't know. The only reason I didn't sign up for league was because I thought it went really late and I'd be tired at work the next day. And then I was like, ah, it doesn't even matter. It's fun. And it doesn't really go that late anyway. But yeah, I would say it's a really great community. Um, The Sanctum has a dedicated group of people that come every Monday have been coming for years. Um, I think we really saw what the community is like when we lost um, a valued member of our community last month, or February, um, Dave Tax, Taxman, who's been around since the beginning. Um, and I think, you know, going to the wake, probably a, a solid proportion of the people in that room were pinball people. Um, and they really came out in force um, to celebrate Dave. And I think that was just emblematic of, of how close that community has become over the years. Um, and, and I would say that, you know, we feel connected to the rest of New England now that we're running New England Pinball League in New Haven. 
um, we have a chapter that connects us in with like 300 other pinball players across the region. So it doesn't feel quite so small. True. But mighty. You're right, Kristen. Yes. Yes. Mighty. <laughs> I know. I love that. That's adorable. I love that so much because um, there's so much you hear about the New England Pinball League. I'm a huge fan of Jeff Parsons' podcast. So I hear quite a bit about the New England Pinball League from him and and just from other uh, podcasts and other folks who travel and, and do events. Um, you know, obviously the biggest uh, events in y'all's area, of course, is the 24-Hour Sanctum and then Pintastic as well. Um, you know, they haven't had, can I don't think they've, I've heard that they're going to cancel that, but um, are those events that you guys plan to attend? Have you guys participated in uh, the Sanctum before? That's the one that always like drives me because I'm less like, I don't know if I could do 24 hours because I'm just, I'm an old lady now. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so tired and I'm not going to be able to stay up. But um, are they uh, both events that you guys attend and participate in? I've never done 24 hour, but I, I've been thinking about it this year. I don't know. I just, I want to see what it's like. And you got to do it once. I, that's how I feel. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I've done the 24 hour battle twice and I did um, fantastic the last two years. Also um, the 24 hour battle. I decided not to do it this past year. The past two years before that, I had some buddies that come, that came down and, and, and did it with me and kind of had a little pack. Um, and I decided I couldn't make it <laughs> through the 24 hours without some moral support. So, um, but you know, with a good comfortable pair of lounge pants and some comfortable shoes, you know, you can do a pretty good job. Um, fresh fruit, lots of water, depending on your strategy. There are lots of different strategies for getting through 24 hours of pinball. That was mine, but um, there's some good other strategies that you could find. <laughs> I, I think there was one person who was drinking a beer an hour. So that was one, op, you know, one option on the table. I, I feel like I want to make like the perfect like pinball food, like some kind of like snack bar jerky thing, pat a baby, you know, because I just keep on hearing about people's different things of like, this is the snack I ate and it worked out or don't eat this snack. And, you know, you it, it's there's all these qualifications. You want something that's going to sustain you that isn't totally junk, but then you want something that's going to be tasty, something that you don't have to refrigerate. Um, you don't want it to be messy because then your hands are, there's all these things. Ugh. There's all these things. I heard Sunshine's episode. Yeah, and, I was about that. and I thought, I was like, I have opinions about this. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, it, this is like the stage. And it's like, you're having issues with your snacks. I'm like, this is not the time to have issues with snacks. I felt for her. I was just like, I felt like I was there when she's telling me the story. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, oh my God. Uh, we we interviewed Sunshine Bond listeners for those of you who missed that episode a couple episodes ago. Um, she is the uh, women's world champion, and she I won't ruin it for you, but she did not have her snacks planned, and her snacks kind of kind of came after her in a not not fun way at all. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I think it, it was dried fruit, if I remember correctly. It was like I think, yeah, yeah. I think that's what you said. Yeah, she was. It was dried fruit, and because you were like, it's dried fruit, that's healthy. Um, it did not work out for her and in the snack snack arena, but maybe it did because it kept her mind off of the fact that you're like, like in the finals. I'm like, because you're thinking about like the dried fruit wreaking havoc on your body. So, Oh, there's kitty. Sorry. I was, I was like squirrel. I'm like kitty. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, you know, I keep on trying to think of like the ultimate, like pinball, like, pack like you know like what should I be drinking because you know 
when I'm doing well, I don't actually like to drink when I'm playing in a tournament. It, it just depends if it's like a, like a legit, like, Oh, I want to try to do well. If it's like a circuit event or something, but if it's like league, I mean, we, we play in a place that doesn't serve alcohol, but I don't normally drink, but like every once in a while, somebody will bring like a, you know, BYOB and I'm like, eh, all right. You know, if I'm like, eh, I'm not doing that well, I'll just start drinking. It's fine. <laughs> I do have a what not to do in terms of snacks. Oh, I which like is, Yeah. So, uh, Pinberg, you know, the ultimate event every year, there is a candy store in the Pinberg, you know, in the replay FX area. Um, that sells all kinds of homemade chocolates and things. So I started eating Buckeyes, which are those like peanut butter balls covered in chocolate. They're Mm -hmm. delicious. But I started eating them like, so if I got, for example, a six, so the maximum you could have in a round is 12 points. So if I got a six, I would eat six Buckeyes. (laughs) So the worse I was doing, the more Buckeyes I was eating. And that really did not pan out well at all. (laughs) So highly not recommended. Do like a Buckeye around at max, I think would probably be a good snack amount. You can, you can't see me listeners, but I, I did the, Oh no. It's like, <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. But like once a one around, I'm like, oh, that's, that's doable. Cause, cause peanut butter is good. Cause it's like protein, protein. and, and yeah. chocolate. Is, it's not a lot on the Buckeyes. I mean, you know, they kind of dip it in there. It's not terrible. And it gives you a little bit of energy. So, but, but not, not so many like that, that would yes. be the key. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I sustained that for about three rounds when I was doing well. And then I, I did really poorly. So I couldn't sustain the pace anymore. Probably yeah. because I was eating so many Buckeyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but I mean, food choices and snack choices are very important. Like we don't talk about this enough in tournament play, but it's like elite athletes. I mean, we are, we're, you know, be that as it may, you could argue about this being a sport. I call it a sport, but I'm just saying we need to think about our food plans and make sure that you're staying hydrated. You're getting your electrolytes. You're, you know, having food. Like when I play in the Bat City Open, it's at Buffalo Billiards. Hey, Jesse. Um, but it's like there, it is bar food. So I kind of have to try to look at I'm like, OK, out of all these things, which is like the most healthy or sustaining. So I usually go with a burger or maybe a quesadilla. And I'm like, because it's like, well, there's chicken and cheese it's not it's not fried per se I was like this could work you know I try to stay away from like the chicken fingers and things like that but yeah these are these are all things you have to think about but I'm gonna I'm gonna develop it y'all I'm gonna develop some kind of like hybrid superfood like snack thing and I'm gonna sell it um at like you know events it's gonna be super fun I like to cook so there's a Lauren tidbit I really like to cook so I'm like I gotta come up with something so well, if pinball is a team sport or a sport in general, then what it needs is soccer moms, right? Who are bringing oh. orange slices oh, yeah. and veggie plates. I'm actually sad. So Holly Donowski, I was hoping would join us for this, um, but she is she's kind of our collective pinball soccer mom. She brings veggie plates to events that would typically only have brownies. So thank you, Holly. Oh, that's the best. So we do, we, we have like a, we meet our league meets every other week over a series of like eight week or 10 weeks or whatever. Um, but we also have seasonal tournaments and I'm like, this is how you know that there's like moms and, and like a bunch of women. Cause it's like, there's a veggie tray and there's like some hummus and it's not like just a bunch of like chips. It's like somebody bought a crock pot and made soup. I'm like, Oh my God, look at you guys. We got all the snacks. I was like, this is great. And whenever the, the open league, they're like, man, you guys bring all the, the good food and you guys bought a crock pot. And I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. That's because bells know how to roll. <laughs> right. It's like, if, like usually I'll order pizzas just as extra because some folks like some folks feel weird about like, well, I didn't bring anything. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to take this queso home. I was like, have some queso and have some veggies. It's fine. And they're like, well, and I was like, so I'll just order pizzas. But and then they're like, oh, OK. But I'm like, y'all have some veggies, like have a vegetable. So but. I, I just, I, I worry about people sometimes because I'm like, all I've seen you eat are some Cheetos and had coffee. I was like, yeah, I was like, I need you to eat something else. So just, I worry about your health. So, but I've sustained no. a lot of, of good tournament play on, on terrible, uh, feeling terrible. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what my style is sometimes. Like, like the New Haven one, I did pretty well. And I closed the bar the night before, like the bar that we had the tournament at. You know, it was some last minute practice and then they were telling us to leave and that was great, but I did well. And, uh, yeah. And then the, the one we did at Pintastic last year, we, we had a, that one was awesome too. That was, that was a really fun women's event. Um, I think it was that the first women's one they did or they did, do they usually do one? Yeah, that was the first silver bell brawl that they held at Pintastic. So hopefully they'll be able to do that again this year. I'll definitely eat more snacks before I, before I play next year. So but yeah, I didn't even have coffee. I was, I was dying. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would, that would kill me. Yeah, that would, would be happen. rough. I need to like, I need to have like a base of snacks or like something, you know, just, I was like, I need something. And, and sometimes it's like, you know, Hey, I just had a cur sandwich. Don't judge me. I went to H, you know, the Burger King or whatever. And I was like, uh, this is what, this was like what they had at like, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. I'm wandering around. I'm like, this, this is, these are my options. But, um, it's always, it's a bit of a challenge sometimes to try to get like good, good food, good snacks that aren't fried. That, that's my big thing. It's like, as long as it's not fried, I was like, I feel okay about it, but it's always a challenge. And yeah, I'm, I'm all about my sleep. That's the other one. It's like, God, like I, I wish like I, I'm like such an old lady. Like I'm like, I need my eight hours of sleep. If I don't get my eight hours of sleep, I get super cranky and I'm like, nah. so yeah, I, I, I have all these like rituals and things before I go do like a big tournament. But, uh, but yeah, no, the silver bell brawl, according to the Boston bells in last, the last episode, which you guys have not heard yet. Cause it hasn't come out. Cause I'm still putting it together. Um, um, if, as long as Pintastic is a go, I, I believe that is also a go. So yay. Awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely be back for that. Yeah. So no, um, they, they were super fun and, and I know that they, you guys do a lot with them since they're right next door. So, um, there's a lot of events that kind of coincide and, and the silver bell brawl, there was so much, um, hype about it and things like that. And it, it came off without a hitch and, um, everything I saw about it, I was like, this is such a cool event. It's like all the, you want to go to all the things, especially in my shoes, since I talked to so many different people, it's like, I want to go to this and I want to go to this and I want to go to this. <laughs> Um, so it, it's hard to pick, the, pick and choose the things you, you can get to, um, especially in the world today since Earth is closed. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, it doesn't derail too much of the summer fun and uh, the events kind of coming up in, you know, June, July, August. Um, so what, what are you guys looking at? You know, if, if the law world opens back up, you know, next month into June, what are you guys looking at for the summer, like event wise? Good question. Definitely fantastic. That's on my list. The silver ball brawl, top of the list. Um, this will be the first year in the last couple of years that we haven't been to Pinburg. Um, we were 
planning on some family travel around that time. So decided not to, not to go this year, but, um, but definitely hitting up Pintastic. Yeah, same here. I am, I have not done Pinburg yet. Um, I, I couldn't make it happen this year. It was a there, the two events are a little bit close to each other, so I couldn't do, I couldn't get the time off work for both. But um, I definitely want to be there at some point because I've heard great things about it. Yeah, no, they they both sound like. I mean, I wanted to go to Pinburg this year, listeners. I've kind of alluded to it. Uh, unless I have some major change, life changing event, I will not be able to go to Pinburg this year because um, we're trying to buy a house, and I'm trying to adult it's high level adulting um and i had to like say like no i can't go because it's kind of expensive because for me it's like you got to fly out hotels the whole bit bit so it was going to be rather expensive for me to do pinberg so i was like i won't go yeah it's a serious investment we we crash on a friend's couch when we do go but it's still several hundred dollars just in, you know, entry fees. Yeah. It's like you have the entry fees, then you have to eat while you're there. And then if you don't have friends, you got to get a hotel and then you have flights and all these things. And it's like, man, it's like, dang it. So I was, I was totally geared to go. I was like all about it. And then, you know, I did our taxes and I cried. So I'm not going anywhere. So uh, I mean, things may change with everything happening with COVID and all this stuff. But um, right now I don't have any major plans. I might just like do something else, but um, I had wanted to go to Allentown as well. But, you know, I was like, I can't do anything this year. I was like, I might just end up at, you know, um, the Houston Arcade Expo because that's in November. I was like, I know that's going to happen. And we have the Bat City Open, which is the Austin event. I was like, well, I know I'll make it to those, but anything out of the state with everything going on right now, I was like, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> so yeah. it was too it's hard to predict. Yeah, it was way too hard to predict. I was like, put a pin on that and we'll discuss it later. So, oh my goodness, it's craziness. So um, what you know, if we open back up for, for New Haven in particular, do you guys have any summer events planned or have you thought that far ahead? I'm just taking it one month at a time at this point. I, we, don't, we don't have anything on the calendar. We probably won't for a while. Um, but we had been talking to Jim, uh, Jim Swain at the Sanctum about maybe having like a late summer, early fall women's event there. Um, so when things open back up, maybe we'll open that conversation back up too. No, that sounds, that sounds awesome. I mean, cause it's like, I'm trying to, you know, have these meetings and we're doing this and we're doing, you know, trying to meet up with all our friends, but it's like, I'm like, should I start planning an event just so we have something to look forward to? I'm like, cause it's like, we've had to cancel. We haven't, we were supposed to have one more league meet and then our finals. So that hasn't happened. We had to cancel. Um, we were trying to do like a Texas Pinbell League, which was kind of cool. That is probably going to get canceled too because we can't have the qualifiers in time. So it's like we're having to cancel all the things. And the next big event would be Summer League. And then we do something called Summer Slam. And I'm like, well, maybe I should start planning for Summer Slam because Summer Slam is usually in August. So I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it, the earth will be better by August. But I, I feel like if I like, you know, it's like you say, say like Beetlejuice, like something will happen. Like, I'm like, Oh no, no, no. If I plan it, something will happen. I don't know. So don't want to jinx it. Exactly. We should, you know what we should do is get together and talk about fun formats that we want to do. Yeah. We have all the time in the world to think about formats. It's true. I know. Rather than just waiting till like, Oh, we have this tournament next, next month. 
or next week. Yeah. What are we doing? Next week. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. That. Oh my gosh, y'all are too funny. And, and one thing I did want to bring up. So one of the reasons I know Emily so well, because we talked about this right before we went on the air, is that Emily sent me some artwork when I was feeling kind of low. Listeners, you, you know what I'm talking about back in January. I'm not going to go into it. It's that the whole pinball network thing. And I was boohoo sad. Um, and, and, you know, I talked about it. And But Emily sent me some amazing artwork on Facebook. And like, I like cried all the tears. Like, I'm like, and it's the Lorax. And it's a, a picture of the Lorax and by Dr. Seuss. And it's, I, I am the back box. I speak for the ladies. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And I mean, it meant the world to me. So I wanted to kind of publicly say, thank you, Emily. I needed that at that moment more than anything. And um, it, and I have it pinned up on my desk. So I look at it when I'm recording the shows and, and when I'm working on other things that, that this arena and this show, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't think, I mean, I know people listen, but you know, like, do people really listen? Does it like, do people care? And, and when I got that artwork, uh, it, that was like just a moment for me. I'm like, people really care. People really like it. And, and people care about me. And I was like, it was so nice. So it just, it, that was one of the, the sweetest things I've ever gotten. So I really liked it. So I wanted to say thank you. And it's adorable. Oh, you're so welcome. You're kind of making me tear up too. <laughs> <laughs> no crying. No crying. Okay. We need another drink. No crying. We're just going to drink. It's kind of hard listeners. Cause I'm wearing a headset, you know, I'm wearing my call center headset and I have a giant margarita glass. I'm really excited. Cause I actually got to use the margarita glass. So my, husband for Christmas. He's like, I bought you this. And I loved it. I was like, oh, this is really cool. But I'm like, you bought me two margarita glasses and he doesn't drink. So I'm like, well, I'll just use them both by myself. So this will be fun. I hope you have enough tequila to get you through a whole week of these. Well, I'm like, I got vodka. So we're going to have to switch. Um, (laughs) I may have to like make a run to the corner store or I have to go to the grocery store. So our grocery store slowly has had more and more items. Um, I love HEB. I know HEB isn't everywhere. It's a Texas thing, but HEB is the most amazing grocery store ever. But the one thing that we cannot get is toilet paper. And I'm like, come on. I'm like, just come. I just, and we're not like at a point where it's like a problem, but we're like at the pre-problem stage. Like (laughs) we're like, um, okay, people like use toilet paper. I'm not saying don't use it, but Use a moderate amount. Don't use the amount you usually use. Use a moderate amount. But so I'm, but the thing is, like, I have to be at the store in line like a crazy person, you know, waiting to get into the store because they only have like X number of rolls of toilet paper. And I'm like, like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm like, I just, I stood in line one day. um, I was like, I, and it was just one of those moments where I'm like, I can't, I can't be like this, this cannot be my life. So I go to the store later in the day, but of course they're out of toilet paper, Clorox wipes, hand soap. And for some reason, like we're having an issue trying to get like dishwashing detergent and those sorts of things. Um, But the toilet paper is the number one. And then I was so excited because I, I was like, we needed toilet paper and paper towels. And I found these things. I'm like, look, look, I found paper towels. And my husband's like, look again, those aren't paper towels. Those are those weird fancy napkins. And I'm like, oh no. I was like, I was like, well, maybe we could use these. But 
oh, they look kind of weird. So we're having this whole thing like, could we use these as paper towels? And like, they're weird, fancy napkins. They actually, I take that back. They were placemats, like, but they on like a paper towel, but it was like a placemat. I'm like, well, we could use this. He's like, Lauren, it's not made to soak up things. I was like, you know what? It, COVID. I'm like, just, we're going to make it work. It's fine. And just don't be messy, you know, just don't, spill nothing for now. It's, yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> oh my god my life is on my shirt that's like i can't like if like let me tell you about my day i'm gonna show you my shirt so this is like what i ate for breakfast this is what i have for lunch this is where i went and i accidentally wrote on myself yeah i know i i wish i was that like really like neat person i have one white like thing it's a white jacket and i'm always petrified when i wear it because i'm like I'm going to get something on this because that that's just who I am. I'm like that person that always like lands something. And I'm like, wait, wait, I got to shout wipe and I'll shout wipe it. I'm like, oh, I hope you come out. I really like this shirt. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry, listeners. I'm, this is what happens when you stay at home by yourself, you know, and well, not by myself, but, you know, I need to get out. I need to get out and be with people. Hence why we're having like Belle's happy hour. <laughs> so, so you guys don't have to hear about my shout wipes. But all right. Anywho. So you guys, I've like so enjoyed having you on the show. But one of the the segments that we do, and Emily, you know this, is inside the pinball arcade. And this is where we get to know you guys as pinballers. Um, so before you leave, you gotta play. Are you guys ready to play? You wanna play? Yeah. Let's play. Yes. All right. <laughs> Question. No, I think the tequila's hitting. I, and I thought I had a nice base of chili, but I think I put too much tequila. So I apologize, listeners, in advance. Um, all right. Question number one. And we'll start with you, Kristen. What game do you love? What game do I love? Uh, I love Medieval Madness. It's it's one of my favorites. I'm lucky to be able to play it at the Sanctum. They have one at the flip side, too. And uh, I, I think it's fun. I think it's there's a lot of satisfying shots on it. And... Uh, yeah, I, and I think that's probably because I do get to play it a lot. There's pro- there, there's other games that I I've only played on a, on a PlayStation virtually, and um, I'd like to try and play them more. But that one that one is like kind of accessible, and and I love it. It's a classic. You can't go wrong with a classic. It's the it's it's the little black dress of pinball machines, y'all. I mean, it's Medieval Madness is one of my absolute favorites. I, I hope one day to have it in my own collection, but. That might be a pipe dream, but I love that. Love that. All right, Emily, what pin do you love? I love Harlem Globetrotters. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I love that. So Harlem is my favorite pinball sound, which will be a question here in a moment. But the spinner on Harlem is like my favorite thing on what I put my, you know, quarter in. You know, you hear Sweet Georgia Brown. I, I love that game so much. Ah, oh, I love it. Ah, oh, I love it. So what- I saw it. The first time I ever played Harlem Globetrotters was at Pinwiz, which is no longer around. It was in New Hampshire. It was where we used to hold New England Pinball League finals. And I saw that game and I was like, that game looks cool. I went and I played it. I was like, this game is amazing. I didn't I didn't really know how to play it at that point because I'd been playing pinball for like two or three months. Um, but I, I told uh, Steve Daniels, who runs the pinball co-op in Vermont, I was like, this is the game I want in my house. And he was like, are you sure? And I said, yes. And now four years later, I still want that pin in my house more than pretty much anything. Um, there's some, you know, newer Stern games I would also love to have, but that game's got a special place in my heart. Oh my gosh. I love that one. Great choices, ladies. All right. Flip side. And we're back to you, Kristen. Question number two, what game do you hate? 
Oh, well, it's growing on me the more I play it, but Viper, um, it's, it's starting to grow me and I'm, and I'm playing it a lot and I feel I, I'm pretending I like it because I'm practicing it because <laughs> I know a couple of people who pick it in league a lot, but yeah, it just drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> I pick it. I love it. I love it. Like, 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 that's why I'm practicing it. <laughs> So you, you, you've got to, you know, the, the, you got to embrace your enemy. You got to like overcome it and you're, you're eventually that the hate will turn to love. So I like this. I like that. You're kind of trying to, to get better at it. I like that. All right, Emily, what game do you hate? I hate Bobby or power play with a power ball because it's barely pinball at that point. (laughs) Sorry to the sanctum, which has that game. (laughs) But I really don't like playing it. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. I I will agree with you on that one for sure. All right. Question number three, what is your favorite pinball sound? This can be the sound a mech makes. This can be a soundtrack or this can be just any kind of call out or something that you love from a game. And we'll start with you, Emily. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Name that game. Frontier. Ah, yes. (laughs) The little birds. I don't know if it's crickets or, or like gun sounds, but there's a little pew, 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 pew. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. All right. Kristen. I don't have to make the sound, do I? I don't have to name that. I don't have you to name that. If you make the sound, but no, you don't have to make the sound. It's not your <laughs> that was a good one. I feel like you got the good one, Emily, but I, I love the music from Grand Lizard. It, it's like, it keeps me going. It's it's the same. I mean, it's the same thing over and over again. It really, it really doesn't change much, but I love it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm a huge. I love pinball sounds. Like, I mean, uh, the callouts from Adam's family to me are classic. Uh, when it comes to music, I love, of course, TNA. Um, but the other one, and I always give a shout out, and I think I've talked about it with Laura Fraley in a couple of episodes, is the uh, uh, little cocktail table night moves. Have you guys? Oh yeah, they have great music. That I love that game. The best music, Kristen. Have you heard this before? No, I haven't. I need it's to. The I need best. To it's so. It's so like late eighties. I think it came out in like nineteen ninety, but it's like, it, it's like pink and neon, and it's like the most cheesy disco eighties music ever. It's like I want it just because it's so cheesy. Like I want that table that's on my short list of like if I can find it, I want night moves just for the music. I mean, it's actually really good for a cocktail table, but the music, like it transcends. It's just the cheesy. Totally. It's- I love that music. Yeah. That and TNA and um, Black Knight. Yeah. Oh, Black yeah. Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So awesome, ladies. Awesome. All right. Next question. What is your favorite pinball art package? This can be back glass, cabinet art, playfield art, a mixture of the three. And we'll go to you, Emily. I would have to say um, Bride of Pinbot is my favorite art package. Nice, nice, nice. What is it that you enjoy about Bride of Pinbot? Um, I mean, I love the main character of Bride of Pinbot. It's just like an intricate, beautiful robot character. Um, I love the flipping head up top. Um, I think altogether, like, it's just got such a nice theme. Um, and I have to say, I like other, um, I like, I'm a big fan of bad cats also. So I guess I have a, a soft spot. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. 
gosh, I love that. No, um, I'm a huge, I mean, obviously listeners, you know, I'm team Barry Ausler all day long. Um, the bot series, I'm, I'm more of a jackpot pan fan than bride, but I do, um, love the, uh, bride of Pinbot, but I have it around here somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but I got from circus Maximus. They actually have a bride of Pinbot pin. It's super cool. Y'all. And I'm serious. Like if you're, if you like the artwork, the pin is super cool. I'm, I'm tempted because my uh, brother from another mother who runs Alamo city pinball league, he loves, he's like, Oh my God, that pin's so cool. And I'm like, I kind of want to give it to him, but at the same time, I'm like, I like it. I was, I want to keep it. It's like, dang it. So I just might have to buy him one, but oh, excellent choice. I like that on artwork. All right. Now to you, Kristen, what is your favorite pinball art package? Tough to say. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm a big fan of Centaur. Uh, I like nice. I love the heavy metal man, half man, half motorcycle, biker babe. And the colors, I like the pink lights on it. It's it's a li- it's creepy when you look at it up close, but I, I really enjoy it. No, that's, I mean, the, that has come up several times as pinball art packages, um, favorites among several different, from women on the show. Um, the, the art on that's beautiful. Like when I first saw it, I was like, it's a little too black and white and graphic because I'm so used to color. Yeah. And when you get to really see it in person, it's, you, you can appreciate the artwork to me a lot more. It's like, oh, wow, this is really beautiful. Um, so, and I really enjoyed the game. I got to play it when I was in Richmond a few months ago. And I'm like, this game is awesome. I was like, oh. I was like, again, I made the list. I was like, dang it, I'm going to have to get a Centaur tool. I was like, I haven't quite told my partner how many pinball machines I'm going to own yet. It's better that he doesn't know. He doesn't listen to the show. So people don't tell him. Don't, don't tell him. He doesn't need to know. All he needs to know is that we need a space in our house for him. So that's all he needs to know. So awesome. All right, guys. Question number five. What is your grail pin? This is a pinball machine that you want to own above all others that is actually in existence and out there in the wild. Or if you do own your grail, what what is it? And we'll start with you, Kristen. I would love an Adams family. Uh, when they when I first started when Barcades first started getting pinball, that was the, one of the first machines they had. They still have it here, and I'm actually kind of surprised because all the other ones have pretty much changed out except for that one. I love it. Um, I used to have a friend that I, you know, we'd, we'd hang out, I'd crash at their house uh, every night. Just, you know, I'll fall asleep watching the Adams Family movie. And I just constantly in my head, it just comes, uh, you know, them, them talking and the credit, the credit music of the Adams Family DVD. So it always has a soft spot in my heart. And uh, yeah, I love it. You know, I think people don't give, I, and I talk about this on the show, I don't think people give Adam's Family a lot of credit because they're like, oh, it's the most popular pinball game of all time. I'm like, it's the most popular pinball game of all time because it's amazing. I was like, you, I mean, it's like this like serendipity type, you know, moment where all these things came together the way they should. I mean, the play field layout on that is amazing. Um, you know, the rules are good. It's simple enough for somebody to walk up and understand. You have like excellent, like, tie into theme. I mean, the callouts, I, I consider them some of the best callouts in pinball and the art's really good. I mean, I mean, I just love Adam's family. I could, I just love it so much. So ni- nice grail, nice grail. All right. You, Emily, what is your grail pin? So I have a top list of like five and if one of them came <laughs> up at the right price, whichever comes up first at the right price is the one I'm getting. But I think probably at the top of that list is Iron Maiden. Oh, nice. Love Iron Maiden. What is it that you love about Iron Maiden the most? 
I really like the flow of the game. I also love how deep it is, how many different things you could potentially go after to achieve a high score. Um, you don't have to play the, the game the exact same way every single time to achieve um, a high score on that game. And it plays differently, you know, having the upper flipper um, than some of the other ones, but you still achieve really great flow between the ramps um, and the center ramp. And I, I love that game so much. Yeah. So that's that's top of the list. But there's there's four others up there that are um, that are close seconds. Yeah, no, I totally understand. The, the list just keeps getting longer and longer. The longer I'm in the hobby, I'm like, God, there's so many where I'm like, hmm, I was like, that could that could make it into the, you know, must have list. So um, I, I completely understand. All right. Next question. And um, we'll start with you, Kristen. What is your favorite event? expo or competition to either play in or attend pinberg is off the list um because everybody kept on saying pinberg so we just take pinberg off um and i know you haven't been to pinberg but what would be your favorite event event or um, i had such a fun time at pintastic the last two years we've gone um the first year i went we just went up for like overnight and it was it was a blast then last year we went we got the ellie um, passes and it's just like I've been up all night playing pinball on all these awesome machines and and then and then doing the women's tournament was such a blast too so it's a great weekend it's it's close by too which is awesome so you know you pick any you, you, you want to pick something up you could just drive it home which is you know, <laughs> awesome and dangerous same time <laughs> so yeah it's it's a blast and it's just like it's hanging out with so many people i know from that live around here and and also meeting new people but uh yeah i i like it a lot um, i hope it i hope it still is on this year awesome awesome all right same question emily i would say <laughs> the event that i look forward to now that i've played in it a couple times more than anything is the women's championship um, it is oh, an opportunity wow. to play with um, the most amazing women. They are so much fun. They are so good at pinball. Um, and I, yeah, that's, that's the one that I probably look forward to the most. I know when I was watching it this, this past year, it's like a who's who, like, I mean, I've met a lot of them via the show, but it's like, this is like the best of the best. I, I feel like I'm singing the song. You're the best. No, 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 no. Sorry. But, uh, uh, but it's like one of those moments. Where I'm like, that's so-and-so that's so-and-so that's so-and-so. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, the the who's who of women's pinball and I can't imagine like what that would be like as an attendee I'm like because I'm like I don't think I'm gonna get there as a player but I was like maybe I could just go and hang out as like media so <laughs> but uh <laughs> well as a player I had mad imposter syndrome so that's how it felt on my end but I'm like so thankful to be a part of it um there's so many people and I, I think probably this is on your list of questions of like who do you want to play with Who's your, who's your dream next, to play with? Question. So. Can I jump to it? Yeah. So before um, listeners, next question. Who do, would you enjoy playing pinball with the most? They can be living or dead, whomever you want. Who would you enjoy playing pinball with the most? Emily. Well, let me tell you. No, I would really like to play because I haven't had an opportunity to uh, play with Zoe Vrabel and Karen Kaiser, who um, are some of my pinball heroes. Yeah. I mean, they're both amazing players. I. I don't know if you heard my story like about when I met Karen. Um, so Karen's family, some of her family lives here in San Antonio. So she was at our arcade and I saw her like blowing up Maiden. And I'm like, I wanted to play with her. But at the same time, like, she's so good. 
I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can play her. I don't, I was like, so like, I was like standing there watching her, like kind of like a creeper, but it's like, and she's like the nicest person and she's just so much fun. And she like, she's like, why did you say it? I was like, I don't know. I just got scared. Cause it's like, when you see people at that level, like her and Zoe, it's like, I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, I need to go practice. Excuse me. (laughs) um, But two two of like the nicest ladies in pinball, they've both been on the show. uh, Really fabulous women. They're both on the women's advisory board as well. So they're, they're doing a lot for women in pinball. So, so my hat's off to them. Nice choice. Nice choice. I like that. All right. Same question to you, Kristen, who do you enjoy playing pinball with or whom would you like to play pinball with the most? And it can be anybody in history. Uh, I mean, I have like funny celebrity answers, but like right now, I just want to play with everybody I would normally play with on a Monday night. Aww. It's like, I know, I know. It's a nice emoji. I mean, like, yeah, like any other day, like, yeah, I want to play with Dolly Parton or, I, you know, or Jeff Goldblum. But um, nice yeah, right now, I miss playing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I miss playing with like real people, and uh, yeah, I, I miss that a lot. I miss it's the the video chats have been awesome, and I've been you know checking in with people and texting, and man, I just I just want to play a game with another person. So, well, besides like the people, the the boyfriend I live with, but and our, but you know. I know it's like whenever people ask me this, I like pick all these people, and they're like, "Don't you like playing with your partner?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's great. He's fine." I play with him all the time. He's great. <laughs> so I totally get that. All right. Final question, you guys. What is your dream theme? This is a theme that has not oh. been produced by a pinball, a major pinball manufacturer, but that you would like to see come to life. And we'll start with you, Emily. Oh, yeah. So my, we talked about. I have, I have a whole list. I have a list. I have notes page on my iPhone. Okay. I will say that we do allow if you have a music pin and then just like another pin. So we will allow two categories in this one. So. All right. Well, okay. So top choice would be Bill and Ted's Woo-hoo! because it just writes itself as far as modes go. You just go picking up different characters and then you have, you know, your wizard presentation mode right at the end with, with like amazing call outs and with lots of good stuff that could happen with a Bill and Ted pin. And I don't think this actually counts as a music pin, but I'm going to say Rocky Horror for a music pin. You know what? It counts enough. Cause I mean, to me, it's a musical. So I'm like, I'm going to give that to you in the music category. And that would be a fun machine, fun as heck. Um, I know Crystal Gemnick as actually, I think she's also a Bill and Ted's, um, I, I don't understand why that hasn't been made. I don't. And I really hope that the rumors are true, that that, that could be a possibility from one of the manufacturers. But um, I like both those. Those are both very nice. I'm going to give you Rocky Horror in the musical category. All right, hey, Kristen, what is your dream theme? And again, you can have two if you've got a music. I know it's tough. I've had, uh, I've, th- I've thought about this a lot and I always like, you know, like I'll be late at night and it's like, I, oh, oh, that's such a good idea. Um, the one I keep coming back to that I always think about is Hocus Pocus. And maybe it's because like, I love like Adam's family and Halloween, but I love that it's campy. Like you've got the three witches. I feel like there's a a lot you could do with it. And so many people love that, love that movie and uh, definitely into it. Um, I feel like Bette Midler would be totally on board with it. Um, You totally, she would totally do call outs for it. And like, I wanted sisters. It's like, I just, I love it. And I do. uh, 
sequel to that because they've been talking about making a Hocus Pocus 2 and I'm like please do it I, lo I love that movie I'm oh, sorry yeah. I got all excited so I was Winifred this year for Halloween so I was like yeah awesome yeah all right so what was your other one uh you know it just kind of came to me um Labyrinth <gasps> oh my yeah. god that could oh, be cool I could see I, like, I, a, like a weird mate like Labyrinth upper play fields I don't know I don't know. You said Rocky Horror, which is like probably the movie I've seen the most. And then Labyrinth is the second. And I don't know. Every That's like my high school years was every weekend. Oh, let's watch Labyrinth. I don't know. It's, it, it's creepy. It is like a creepy movie as a, as a child. But I love it. I love David I, Bowie. I mean, how can you Order. not love that? I mean... By the way, you guys, the speech that Sarah does at the end when she talks about, you know, I fought my way beyond the the walls, beyond the Goblin City, um, that is a hand washing, you know, like thing. It's actually like twenty seconds. You can do that um, for your hand washing because I actually posted it. I'm like, oh my god, y'all, because that is like one of the movies of my childhood. I love Labyrinth. Um, I have like the music, like the when they're doing the dance scene and the ball. Like I have that CD because I love David Bowie. And oh my god, yeah, we. Yeah, no. Oh my God. I feel like you're my sister from another mister. Both of y'all. Oh, I love that. I'm like, can I add one more dream theme yeah. that I actually literally just dreamed about, uh, which was a Beyonce theme machine. And then the dream was a love on top multi ball where every oh. key change is an add a ball. So, like, if you survive long enough in the multi ball, you would get enough key changes. You'd have, like, I don't know, an eight ball multi ball. <laughs> Oh my God, that's the best. Oh, you guys, these are so good. I love it. We've had Beyonce as an as a answer before, but she can never have too many bones, votes because she's Beyonce. It's like, there's no limit. So, oh my God, yay! Well, guys, thank you so much for playing. And again, thank you for being on the show. I did want to take a moment um, to give you to, to give, I want to, okay, the margaritas kicked in. I wanted to give you guys a moment. Um, we had talked a little bit about uh, uh, supporting some of your local area arcades, barcades, and I know you guys have a, a local that you guys are th throwing some love to. Um, if you wanted to talk a little bit about that, Emily. Sure. So it's actually, it's not local to me anymore, but um, there aren't any active GoFundMes or anything for Connecticut, Rhode Island. I did look around a little bit. Um, but there is one for the Archives Bar, which is in Burlington, Vermont. Um, it's one of the local pinball ballers up there. And they were getting set to open a second location. Um, so this came down at a really bad time for them. So there is a GoFundMe, and I think you've linked it on your um, on your page for the Archive staff. I have. So if you guys go, um, it's pinned on my Facebook page in the, you know, hashtag pinball family. And then if you go to the website, backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Um, there is a link for the the archives GoFundMe page and they've got some cool shirts. So, um, you know. I should say the GoFundMe, contributing to the GoFundMe, they're no longer allowed to send t-shirts. Oh, um, they was I know. I know, but you can still contribute to the GoFundMe, which will go straight to the staff. Yeah, so that's very helpful, you guys. So, um, so if you guys have some um, extra change and love and, and you can support, uh, try to support your pinball family because uh, there's a lot of people struggling right now so um thank you so much emily for for bringing that back up um thank you so much guys for being on this show i hope you had fun did you have a good time that was great yeah nice so awesome okay so if people are in uh connecticut when it's not you know when earth opens back up um how can they find out more about the new haven bells chapter 
You can find us on Instagram at New Haven Pinball or Facebook at New Haven Pinball. Um, that's where we've been posting most of our things. We also have a Bells and Chimes New Haven Instagram, uh, which is just Bells and Chimes NHV. And that's how you can find us or look Kristen or me up and get in touch. Awesome, you guys. Again, thank you so much for being on the show. I had a great time getting to know you. The door is always open for either one of you to come back on the show. Um, listeners, thank you so much for, for joining us on this wild ride. It's going to be so much fun. We are going to have some back-to-back shows coming out. And I hope you guys enjoy the content. Uh, trying to take your mind off the world. That's you know, turn on the news. All you hear about is stuff that's sad. And I miss all my pinball friends. So I thought, what better way to, to get out of the pinball funk than to talk to all my friends? So I hope you guys are enjoying it. If there's a, a league or if you have a group that you'd like to bring on the show for Pinball Happy Hour, please email me or DM me on Facebook or Instagram. Email is backboxpinballpodcast um, at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm all confused. Um, but uh, again, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping! Keep flipping!